Hi, everyone. I'm Shelby. And I'm Amanda. And we're Overwhelmingly Average. We're a show where the two of us sit down and discuss the hard-hitting topics of today. Including what Netflix show is the most bingeable right now. So sit back. Relax. And join us in for some some fun fun conversation. Hey, everyone. Hello. We are so excited to be with you again this week, and we have a special guest, our friend Caitlin. Hi. <laughs> and, um, yeah, this is going to be a really special episode because um, Caitlin is going to, we're going to put her in the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, actually, Caitlin has, seriously, one of the coolest... <laughs> She is just such a cool person. Like, she's done all (laughs) of... You have. Like, you've done all these awesome, amazing things, and I'm just really excited that you're going to be here with us today to kind of share them. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to let Shelby kind of take it from here, because although we're both friends with Caitlin, you've known her for way longer than I have. (laughs) Caitlin and I have been friends since... Well, we've known each other since middle school. Yeah. But we've been really good friends since like 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we did FBLA together and we were like a dynamic duo with that. <laughs> I still I still like we think about these school. moments and I'm like we did so no, we did. good. <laughs> did so, you guys like you went to state or something, right? A couple times. That's awesome. Yeah, we yeah. we we had a lot of so fun. You actually were really good. Yeah. What did you do for FBLA? Explain what FBLA is. FBLA is Future Business Leaders of America. And basically you do like, I don't know, speeches, presentations, um, written tests about About business stuff. (laughs) Yeah, it's all just stuff that kind of helps teach high school students about business and what business can do for you and how to, you know, be successful in different, kind of gives you a little feeler into what business would be like if you were to study it in the future or oh, just cool. anything. Yeah. Okay. Any sort of knowledge. So we, the biggest one that Kayla and I did together was business presentation. So <laughs> we did it two years in a row and we, I, I mean, both years we did an awesome job. We just did great. We got to go to state. We did go to state. So we got, we, <laughs> and, and then, we got, and then bombed at state. Yeah. So we got, <laughs> we got first place at regionals, not to, but I still have the Not plaque. Not to shoot our own horns. But I but still have the do, plaque. Toot your own horn. Um, and we were really excited because, I mean, our presentation was, like, amazing and exciting. and All about the dangers of texting and driving. Uh, yes. Year, by the way. Yes. Don't text and drive. PSA right. to the universe. In 2012. Yep. 2012. When, like, texting and driving was still a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> so we did this presentation. You were teen so... and driving. <laughs> <laughs> our younger audience won't know what teen is. <laughs> Which is really sad to me. It is Because they won't know what difficult test texting is yeah testing testing <laughs> um but we when, were when you did your presentation were you yeah. talking about texting on iphones or pre-iphones no, well we had iphones by that point I, think. I didn't have an iphone but a lot of people like iphones or were at out. least touch we it was yeah, yeah, yeah. touch screens touch yeah, okay. or like the keyboard point. phones yeah. what so was, like the envy was that the yeah, yeah i had that the, one. Oh yeah i had the that where it's kind of slide yep. yeah, yeah i had a slide one or the sidekick do, 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 I, do. Oh, so no, wish I, I, I was so envious of that because yeah. it was in all the TV shows, like iCarly or whatever yeah. would have. Like Blair Waldorf, I think, had one too. Yeah, right? I, I was like, still man. to this day, I wish I could have one. I would happily trade my iPhone for Same. a sidekick. If they made Just like an iPhone the sidekick, was so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> what? It is. One hundred percent. Okay, so we when we were at state, Sorry, I got us way no, off that's base fine. There. So when we were at state, we were basically waiting for our time to go in, and we only had like one or two computers for our school district to work with 
uh, FBLA. And so basically they uh, another team was using the computer and we basically had to do this really fast swap. So all right of our presentation. Yeah, all of the files were supposed to be on this computer. And so we like they basically they ran out of the presentation, handed us the laptop, we ran in. So then we get in the presentation, we get five minutes to set up before our presentation. So we have to like get the projector up, we have to get our presentation up, and everything has to work. Everything plugged in, and I am the least technologically. Yeah, but we practice, we practice this. So we had it down and got everything, and I so I'm charge of look like getting the presentation up while Caitlin's plugging in the um projector and everything. And I whisper to Caitlin, I'm like, it's not here. <laughs> And she's like, I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, what? It's not here. And I was like, it's, I was like, it's not here. We don't have our presentation. I'm like panicking at this point. And so we realize that it's on a different thumb drive or something like that. It's on like the other laptop. So we asked the judges knowing that they were going to say no, but we just asked like, hey, our presentation is on a different computer, on a different thumb drive. Can we please go grab it? And they're like, they felt so bad for us. They were like, no, you you're just... You can see the pain in their eyes. Yeah, you're like, you're just going to have to go on without it. So Caitlin and I presented the entire presentation without a presentation, but we remembered every single word. We That's awesome. Killed we it. killed it. We would have gone first place at state. We would have definitely gone to nationals. Oh. And so, you know, six years later, All Shelby is still seething. We clearly were clearly. really traumatized by the experience. I was like wrecked. six, seven years later. Yeah. We're still vivid. We remember every... <laughs> I still remember the it glimmer really in the judge's eye. It did. It made our, it made our friendship stronger. <laughs> were you guys very close at that point? Or were you just like kind of high school friends that... It really made together. us really close because yeah. we did a like because right around like regionals and state. I mean, you're with that person every single day, right. practicing or like working on a presentation, and and we were both officers for a while. Yes, so we like worked really closely together mm-hmm. with that. I was and secretary. We, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, cool. we yeah. like of like FBLA club uh-huh. or something. Yeah, yeah of our president. High you're president, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Wow, baller. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know us. We rule the school. <laughs> um, no, but so yeah, we just we spent a ton of time together with that. We. Um, we got to go to, to DC. Yeah, that was awesome. Time. So, like, yeah, just, I mean, FBLA really was kind of yeah. what brought us together. It is. So, I mean, and then, like, ever since we've just been really good friends, and half, like, majority of our friendship, we have lived in different states. Caitlin went to school. Yeah. You went down in, wow, to Azusa Pacific. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. 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 We were friends for like three years in high school, and mm-hmm. then I left and went to California. And I was there for four years, and yeah. then I left and went to Europe and Australia for like another two years. So, so let's let's yeah. get into that. So, what made you want to like go? Because you went to no, where did you go first before you went to Australia? I was well, my best friend from college, Kelly, and I. We our graduation gift to each, to ourselves was we decided we were going to go backpack. Oh, that's right. You're up together mm-hmm. for a while. So um, that September and October following when we graduated, um, we went all over Europe for like a month and a half, two months, something like that. I forgot that you did that. That is so that, That's it something was, I always wish I did. It was the best thing. So if there's anybody listening that hasn't graduated college yet, <laughs> or even if you have graduated and you just want to leave for a while, just do it because it's the best thing. Gift yourself a backpacking Gift trip. Gift yourself <laughs> a backpacking trip. It's not nearly as expensive as people think it's going to be. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a big reason why a lot of people hold back from traveling in any right aspect of that is just because it's like, oh, it's so expensive. I don't have the money for the flight or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's really not as expensive right. as you think it's going to be before yeah. you start researching. Yeah. 
But yeah, so I did that for a couple months and then came back to Seattle, worked and saved every single penny that I could and then moved to Australia like four or five months later. That's crazy. That I <laughs> I remember when you were like you came over and actually it was right before, right after I got engaged, I think. Wasn't it? Um when did you go yes. to Australia? Because I remember you coming over and I was gonna ask you to be a bridesmaid. Yeah, and I was uh-huh. like, you're like, do you want to be my bridesmaid? And I was like, yes, and I'm moving to Australia. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Like, time out, wait, what? No. Yeah, because yeah, you got engaged in, like, December, uh-huh. right? And then I moved in March. Yeah, because you told me, like, right after that, that you were, and then you were going to be here for, like, a couple more weeks. And I remember being like, wait, you're leaving so soon. Like, it was so fast. Yeah. And just like that, you were gone. Which, And I was like, it was, I mean, I'm not to, like, but I'm used to it because you're yeah. such a jet setter. Like <laughs> yeah. you, you can't stay still. Like you're just such a go getter that I was like, at that point I was used to it. I was like, Caitlin, Caitlin just, she just goes for it. I've always loved <laughs> well, that about I you. Once I get an idea in my head, I'm just kind of the, the person that's like wants to do it. Once I've decided I'm going to yeah. do it, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to decide now and then wait, do it in six months. I'm, right. If I have the opportunity to do it now, I'll do it now. So yeah, I kind of jumped on the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> So how how did that whole experience go? So what did what were you gonna do when you moved to Australia? Like what was your whole plan? Well, my plan actually wasn't to move to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so I wanted to move somewhere. I've always kind of just had a dream of living in a different country for a longer period of time. When I was in college, I studied abroad, so I was there for four months, and I thought that that would that was amazing, but I was like, man, four months is great, but it's not as long as I want it to be. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to go somewhere for a longer period of time. Um, and there's a few different countries that you, that Americans can fairly easily get a temporary kind of working visa. Um, and so originally I wanted to be in England. I was dying to live in London. I had like all these kind of Mary Kate and Ashley <laughs> dreams of like what living in London would be like. No and I wonder you and Shelby so... are such <laughs> I was just, I, yeah, I had my heart set on um, London. Didn't really know what I was going to do there, but mm-hmm. I had a few, there were a few girls that I knew from college that had been au pairs, which is basically like being a nanny, mm-hmm. um, but you live with the family that you work for. It's just fancier. And a it different just, country. It just sounds fancier. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, cooler. Yeah. Um, and so... I had kind of reached out to them and was like, well, I'm thinking about maybe doing this, but I might also just like work in a cafe or something. I really just wanted to be in a different country. I didn't Mm -hmm. go because of a certain job or anything like that. Um, But so yeah, I was looking at a a bunch of places or a bunch of trying to find a family in London and could not find anything. Like nobody that fit and then nobody that was even remotely close to London. And I was like, what is going on? I don't (laughs) understand. Why Why is this not falling into place with London? And I kind of just widened my search and I talked to one family in Sydney, Australia and just clicked so well with Mm -hmm. them and was like, well, guess I'm going to Australia. (laughs) That's not a bad place to be. Um, so yeah, just kind of fell into place. Yeah. Strangely. Yeah. Did you have any like reservations as you went into that? Like, I'm sure that that's a really scary thing to like, to just decide to go like to Australia. And I know like it was kind of a more quick decision, right? Like, it's not something that you planned for a year (laughs) and then finally went like, what were, like, some of your reservations and, like, struggles through that? Um, or were there any? Maybe it was just, like, it flew. Partially, it kind of just flew. I didn't really get a chance, necessarily, to have a ton of reservations. I had already, 
I'd been to Australia before. Okay. So I went there when I was like 10 for a few weeks and adored it and always my whole life had said I want to go back. I would love to go back. I want to visit again. Didn't think I would live there, but um, I already knew that I thought the country was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, The reservations came from later, I guess. Like Mm -hmm. as I was getting on the plane going, okay, I'm about to get on a 14 hour flight and the person that's going to pick me up at the airport, I've Skyped with like twice. (laughs) Right. She's probably a fine person. She's probably not Uh sketchy. Yes, I have seen the movie Taken. Everybody asks me if I've seen the movie Taken. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, I have. Trust me. I've seen it. I know it's a real thing. But I'm like, I feel like they'll be fine. Yeah. But if not, I'm going to text my mom right when I land and be like, if you don't hear from me in a half hour, I died. Um, (laughs) Every text I've been kidnapped. Yeah. But no. So, I mean... I think you have any, anytime anybody moves anywhere, you have the kind of normal right. reservations of like, okay, how am I going to get settled? Where right. am I going to make friends? Mm-hmm. It's just that scary. kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I enjoy putting myself in, un- myself in kind of uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I didn't really have any major reservations. I guess that's, that's a weird cool. thing to say, but no, I just, I feel like that shows that you were meant to do that. Yeah. Thing, you know? Yeah. I think so too. I mean, I was so excited and I was just like, this is going to be such a fun adventure. Mm-hmm. And I kind of knew like, well, if it sucks, I can get out of it anytime I want. Right. I had, yeah. I, had I was really lucky with, um, the fact that, you know, the work that I did, there was no legal binding contract or anything. Mm-hmm. So if I got there and the family I just didn't click with mm-hmm. or they were, you know, mistreating me or whatever, right. I could just leave the next day right. yeah. and do something else or fly home if I really needed to. Mm-hmm. So I had a really easy out, which also gave me a lot of peace of mind. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, I just think it's, I mean, okay, first of all, is it, I was like, I can never figure out how to say it. It's au pair, au pair. Au pair. Like au pair. Yeah. Au pair. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I think that uh, that job would just be so much fun. Wafer. It's like a cookie. So it's not a candy bar. It's like a little cookie thing, but it's okay. covered in chocolate and they oh, have, okay. they can have like different things in the middle, like caramel is, or. Okay. Is that what the kid um on the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe always wanted? No. You know, the one he kid? wanted Turkish Delight. Turkish okay. Which is also amazing and also kind of popular in Australia. And okay. I love it. And I'd never had it before I was in Australia. Turkish Delight? Mm-mm. Dude. I do not like it. It is so good. What is it? It's a powdered jelly treat. Yeah. Okay. That's they sa- No, they sound really weird, but they're so good. It's like, I don't yeah, like them. Whatever. I'll take a Tim Tam, not a Turkish delight. No, Tim Tam I would love to try. Tim Tam. Tim Tams are really good. A tippy tippy Tim Tam. Yes. Very good. No, the the candy aisle in an Australian grocery store, so good. So good. Okay, obviously, everybody, I'm going back to what you said about... How one of the kids like they were they loved your accent mm-hmm. and it's for me it's just so hard to know that we have an accent because right. because I f- I feel like we say everything just boring boring yeah because yeah. like yeah. when you have an English accent like there's always like there's always they're always longer the words like always longer like more elaborate I don't mm-hmm. know and ours is just like hey y'all yeah you know well, in our it's accent because we say that a lot here in the P and W hey y'all how's it hanging there. I'm from America. Oh, God. Oh, um, <laughs> I bet that was special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, our accent definitely doesn't have the sort of kind of novelty aspect right. to it mm-hmm. because, you know, American TV and movies and all that, right. it's, it's everywhere. So it's, 
I didn't get made fun of in my accent because of the way I sounded, but it was more like, why are you saying water? It's water. Or like whatever. Like they, yeah. would, they would say it the way that they say it, right. which I cannot say it that right. way. Water. Um, Wait, is it what? They say water? Water. <laughs> no, water? Not <laughs> quite <wallaby>. like that. <laughs> not quite like that. But um, Did you ever see a wallaby? Um, what is a wallaby? Well, it's like a wallabies koala, are, right? it's like no, it's wallabies like kangaroo. are kangaroos, oh, or they're right? in the kangaroo family, <laughs> okay. but they're they have a pouch? smaller. Yes, yeah, so they're marsupials, so oh. they're the marsupial family, but they're um, smaller than kangaroos. Okay. You've never um, seen one? Like a picture of one? I don't think so. Oh, they're so cute. They are really cute. I pictured it like a koala. Oh, no. Very different. I'm going to look one up. You can keep <laughs> talking, but I want to see a picture of a wallaby. Oh, they're sweet. Um, yeah, I actually was kind of a lame Australia tourist in the fact that I didn't intentionally seek out any kangaroos or wallabies or koalas or anything Do they just like run wild? Yeah. Like, would you see Not in, like, the sh- middle of Sydney, but... Like, would you just see it across the street like you would a coyote? Like deer in yeah. Bellingham. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, kangaroo as roadkill is, like, a thing, just the way that, like, a deer is roadkill here. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad, Kangaroos but... are huge, though, right? Yeah, they're, they're sturdy. Have you ever seen a picture of that jacked kangaroo? What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that so. exists, Amanda. I swear... It's this. It's, oh my god! He has a name. <laughs> oh no, that's my! Not real. I swear, I didn't think it was real. We'll post. It's a two hundred we'll pound. We'll post a picture. Ripped. That is not real. Yeah, he, it's on Men's Health. Oh, so There's obviously. There's literally a Men's Health. He's ripped. <laughs> he probably does. Like, that looks like somebody took kangaroo. Okay, like, this is when I wish you guys could see us because we're sitting in Amanda's room looking at a ripped. Uh, <laughs> He's like getting out of the. Water. I love that you just showed the microphone. No, I showed this to Caitlin. Oh, I, I thought you were pointing it to the microphone. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he looks like one of those guys at the gym that when he sets down the weight, he's like, <gasps> like this is what this kangaroo looks like. And I think, oh, his name is Roger. Oh, it has a yeah. name for a kangaroo. Well, yeah, look, Roger the jacked kangaroo. Roger get... work out? Or is he just like that? I don't know. That's I, not natural. Roger looks like the bodybuilder of all kangaroos. <laughs> this makes me uncomfortable. Isn't that like weird? It? I know. I don't want to look at it Look anymore. at He has a towel. He's like just coming back from the gym. Okay, that's photoshopped. 100%. No, actually, I don't think it's a towel. Nah. He was on CNN. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> we'll post a picture of this because... Oh, look! He has a teddy bear! <laughs> Okay. Even Roger um, has, and... his, he has a sensitive side. We've gone down a dark <laughs> rabbit hole that we spent like 10 back. minutes talking about a rich kangaroo now. The whole time people are like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Just Google. If you're listening to this, if you're driving, pull over right now mm-hmm. and Google jacked kangaroo and it'll come up <laughs> right away. <laughs> okay. Oh um, so yeah, God. definitely did not see that when okay. I was in Australia. Man. But you got to Such see some of the most like iconic... I, I, more iconic things in Australia. Like you saw the um, the Opera House. Yes, number of times. <laughs> number of times. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah, it's just super cool. I guess that's just like a the Space Needle or something. Yeah, right? yeah it kind yeah. of is. Yeah. So, but but it's still. I don't know. I I still even have like a sentimental attachment to the Space Needle. Yeah. So I I yeah. love driving through Seattle and seeing it. I'm mm-hmm. like my heart kind of yeah. Like oh, I love that. So mm-hmm. I was the same way with. The opera house. It doesn't yeah. really get old. It's still right. pretty every time you but see it. But there's still that certain thing where when people are like, oh, we saw the space tunnel. I'm like, cool. Yeah, like, you like, know, like, yeah. awesome. You know, because you, yeah. you you see it all the time. So or then... you just think that Australians, like, just walk past there every all day. The kind of like when people find out you're from, like, you know, 
like when they know I live near Portland, they're like, or I'm from, yeah. you know, near Portland, they're like, did you go to Voodoo Donuts? Like all yeah. the time. Like, <laughs> I maybe went there once or twice. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's kind of like that. Thing, well, same thing like. when you're like, yeah, I live like two, like two hours, um, north of, uh, Seattle. And they're like, oh my gosh, have you done this, this, and this, and this yeah. in Seattle? Do you do this all the time? Oh my gosh. Do you love Starbucks? Like so much. Cause you're from <laughs> there. I'm like, yeah, Starbucks is great. <laughs> I like it as much as anyone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But. How was the, so I've noticed like, I haven't done a lot of traveling but I've done a little bit of traveling and like I find that because as I'm literally holding Starbucks in my (laughs) hand right now like other places don't have a like caffeine is not like part of the lifeblood of society in some places Mm -hmm. like when I went to Arizona like it's hard it was harder to find a coffee shop and like actually the same when I went to Nashville like Mm -hmm. there what there was like a few Starbucks but like here there's like literally a Starbucks every few block if yeah. you miss well, one like, there's gonna be five or there's gonna be like five others in the next 10 miles 10 or 15 minutes yeah, away. yeah. Like, i mean that's something that is just more unique to seattle i think yeah. just having them everywhere i mean like stanwood but has even three like, in like, stanwood. like there's nobody shops. lives in stanwood but there's three mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know some places just really buy into the starbucks thing some places don't buy but into even the starbucks thing but have a ton of coffee general. so australia has a really they're very 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 particular about their coffee and love coffee and there's a very strong coffee culture in the different cities and different cities have different kinds of coffee culture okay so people love coffee but people hate starbucks so the only starbucks you'll see in sydney are in the extremely tourist okay flooded areas and the only people that go into them are tourists tourists. that makes nobody goes into them that is australian okay unless they work there yeah. yeah yeah because it's just it's not seen as good coffee. Right. Which is sad, kind of, because Starbucks started as, right. we want to be the absolute highest caliber of coffee right. that you mm-hmm. produce. Right. And it's just not seen that way. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I feel like any time that you mass produce something, yes. there's yeah, a reason you mass produce it. Down. You can't have the highest... <clears throat> well, corporations. Excuse me, the highest yeah. quality. Right. When you're, you know shipping things all over well like think about when you go to a mini coffee shop here in bellingham versus starbucks like it takes them you know double the amount of time and they you know they spend a lot of time on it and it's brewed better but they when you have like 10 people in a starbucks line you need to be efficient and quick and get through the line and like so i feel like that's you lose that when you have so many people that it's in demand for like you just kind of like lose the one of a kind, right. like, I'm going to spend time on this drink. Well, yeah. and with, like, globalization, you expect, like, a pumpkin spice latte here to taste the same mm-hmm. yeah. at Starbucks in Nashville, right. at Starbucks in, yeah. you know, and like, that's the, Oklahoma, and that's the part as, that, you know, wherever. Yeah, and that's the part that's Probably. different. That's, yeah. that's that's different to, I don't, I mean, I can't speak for all of Australia, but at least with Sydney. I'd is, like you to speak for all is, of us. <laughs> <laughs> at least with Sydney, like, the, the vibe is very... Like, people go, people have their coffee shop that they go to, and that barista knows their order. Like, I loved the coffee culture of um, the area that I was living in, because we would go, the coffee shop was a three-minute walk around the corner, Mm -hmm. and you would go, and the barista knew you and knew your Mm -hmm. order, and would just whip it up for you. That's awesome, And he'd ask, like, he knew that I was the au pair for these kids, and he'd ask how, you know, oh, how are Trent and Rhiannon doing? Like, the parents, and like, he, he knew, it was a very small town kind of feel but right. in like this giant in your city co- yeah yeah um because of the coffee shop culture and so you're very loyal to your coffee yeah and you're yeah so it's it's a very different that's cool. experience than yeah. a starbucks experience right totally that's really cool that's, that's really, really interesting unique. yeah 
it's so crazy how something as sort of seemingly unimportant as coffee mm-hmm. is so ingrained into different cultures and how it's different even just across like the U.S. and like from continent to continent and things yeah. like that. It's yeah. just crazy, you know, to think about. Well, and you think that. it's done one way. Like right. I mean, because we're from here, that's what we're used to, and right. that's how we think that it is everywhere. And then when you go somewhere else, you're like, wait, you don't do it this way, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just There's interesting. There's not a coffee shop on every corner. <laughs> exactly. No, and the, like when you said that, I'm like, you're you're just 100 right. Yeah. Because yeah. I that's kind of like a um, a. What's the word I'm looking for? That's we're lucky to be able to have yeah, as privilege. many priv- like we're yeah we're yeah. privileged in in the way that like you know oh man we missed the exit for Starbucks that's no, fine we got There's like one, on one more exit. like two miles up the road you right. know where in some places you're like oh, I'm gonna have to turn around <laughs> so, yeah no it is really interesting spoiled that's the spoiled. word I was looking yeah. for okay, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense yeah but. Long story short, Caitlin has just done a lot of really awesome things. So, I mean, you got to go to Bali with your friend Kelly. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was really fun. I I kind of was forced to go, which is, like, the best thing to be forced to do. But I had, <laughs> I, uh, just with different visa requirements with being in Australia, I had to leave the country. and oh, okay. um, So that I could re-enter and kind of reset for a new visa. And so Bali is one of the closest places to fly to so from Australia not? and one of the cheapest because it's just such a frequently traveled place for people from right. Australia. Mm-hmm. Australians love to go to Bali. Um, How so far is it away? It was, I think, a five hour flight. Oh, that's not bad. It's like which going kind to Hawaii, of, which kind of sounds far, but yeah, there's not really a lot around Australia right. to yeah. begin with. It's kind of isolated out there. It's like Bali and New Zealand. I'd already been to New Zealand um, in six or seven months before that so I was like well I could go there again but we could also go to Bali yeah <laughs> so yeah it was it was a good thing to be forced to do yeah well you got to do like you went to that spa it was like dude not... that was the best thing <laughs> I remember hearing about it and being just so jealous because, because it was cheap too wasn't it was it? so cheap because Bali okay everybody should go to Bali at some point <laughs> because when you look at it at face value the flight is not cheap to get there mm-hmm. from the U.S. from pretty much anywhere. It's not a cheap flight, but once you're there, everything is so cheap. So we would stay, we were staying at beautiful resorts for $22 American per night. Oh wow. my god! I'm not kidding. Like beautiful resorts with like acres and acres of like rice paddy fields and like, Oh my god! I mean, they were, it was wonderful and you get like free breakfast with these places and they all had spas attached and you could go in and get these spa treatments. So we went, Kelly and I were like, well, we could get a massage, or we could just go big or go home and get the three-hour thing that's $46. Oh, my god! And I was like, um, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we got, like, a full-hour let's body massage, and body mask, hours. hair treatment. Oh, my god! Everything. It was three hours of just bliss, and it was wonderful. I, like, um, I've already heard this, and I'm hearing it again. I'm just seething with jealousy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. incredible. Honestly, it was good, but the the... The actual part that was the most exciting was that you would eat, like, for $5. Like, a meal was $5. Or That's And it was amazing. good food. Like, it was so good. Yeah. yeah. I'd never had Indonesian food. I didn't really know what Indonesian food was, but it's a lot of noodles and fried rice Ooh, and, like, all that kind of uh, stuff. And I was like, I can get with this for yeah. $5. That's my love language. Now I'm, yeah. I'm getting that travel itch now. I just really want to go. Time. I mean, yeah. I just... I've been, like, telling Chad, like, I just... I'm like, let's just go to another country. Like, yeah. let's just do it. And that's the thing is you just have to, like do it if yeah. you wait for the right time or if you wait and you're 
you're like, well, we'll do it at this point when we have this much saved up yeah. for whatever. Like, if you always have a reason to postpone it, you're never going to go. Right. You just yeah. kind of have to be like, this That's is what so we're doing. True. We're just going to book it, and mm-hmm. we're going to figure everything else out later. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Chad, if you're listening to this, we're Chad. going to Bali. <laughs> Jokes on you, Chad. Already booked the flights if by the you time you hear listen, this. Shelby's going to take me. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it would be such a great like couple's place to go. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, that awesome. sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's fun to hear like friends' experiences with mm-hmm. it because, you know, sometimes those go, I mean, traveling to different countries used to feel really scary to me. But then now that I've, like, my other friends, like, have mm-hmm. gone there and done it, and you're like, it's actually amazing, and you mm-hmm, should definitely right. go. And I'm like, okay, they've kind of, I'm, like, dipping my toes in the water. I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. Like, vicariously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I've always lived vicariously through Caitlin, because she's always the first to do, like, I live all... vicariously through Caitlin. I know. <laughs> she's always, like, just goes for it, and I just yeah. have always envied that about her, and I just think oh, that is just you. such a cool trait to have. Mm-hmm. And just continue Thanks. to go on those trips. Because I love hearing about them. (laughs) Before we, like, switch gears, I want to know, like, what was the biggest thing you learned in, like, kind of maybe as a result of a negative thing that happened and the biggest thing you learned as a result from a positive thing that happened? Like, just kind of, like... Way to go with a really softball question. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's kind of... But, like, one of the biggest things you learned, like, from, like... Because you even moved, like, to California to go to school, like, you know, and you're Mm -hmm. just, like have traveled a lot, even just in, like, that, you know? Like, what's the biggest thing you've learned, like, maybe about life or about yourself or something like that, like, kind of just as a takeaway from all of your traveling? Hmm. Okay. Biggest thing I've learned from a negative and from a positive mm-hmm. experience. Um, the first one that comes to mind for negative experience is, like, kind of lame, but I think it was a great just, you know, go easy on yourself, Caitlin, kind of thing. There mm-hmm. was one day when I was... Um, when I was working, when I was an au pair in Australia. And it was just one of those days where every single thing goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, where you're like, you make, you try to make lasagna and it just is completely ruined. And then you get into this big like dispute with one of the kids because they're just being completely irrational, but they're five. So it's not their fault. (laughs) And like, (laughs) there's just all sorts of things that go wrong. And it was just one of those days where I was probably three months in and right around the three month point of that experience. So many, so many people are just like, this is not, this is not my thing. I need to leave. And it's kind of one of those points where you just have to either stick it out and know that you're going to get through on the other side or call it quits and go home. I know several girls that just did that. Right. Um, And so I definitely had just like that day where I was like, this is not this is not for me. I'm not mm-hmm. a kid person. I can't do this anymore. I don't like lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how horrified I was by that lasagna. Anyway. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it was just like a failure of a day. And I got to the end of the day and I was just kind of laying in bed and I was just exhausted. And I was just like, this is not what I thought mm-hmm. this experience was going to be. Being in Australia, I wanted it to be wonderful and lovely and perfect all the time. And it just kind of was like a total come to Jesus moment that night of like, Caitlin, not every day is going to be easy. Right. Not every day is going to be like rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be life. Whether yeah. you're in Australia or in California or in Seattle or wherever you are, right. like, there's just going to be days that suck. And you got to just keep on yeah. trucking. You're going to yeah. have burnt lasagna days. Yeah, you're yeah. going to have burnt lasagna days. Um, And then along with that kind of, also realizing that not everything is going to be bad. Like also that day I right. made, um, <laughs> I made 
pasta sauce from scratch for the first time ever. Yeah. That, also that day. So right. I screwed up the lasagna, but I made pasta sauce from right. scratch yeah. for the first time. And I was like, it's pretty very awesome. proud of myself for yeah. that because it actually didn't turn out half bad. So it's like, okay, yeah, it's going to suck, but there's also right. good things. And, yeah. You know, yeah. so that's not, I think you can learn that wherever you are. It just mm-hmm. happened to me right. that I was in Australia when I learned yeah. it. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. That's I a love good that. kind of outlook to have in a good take away from all your travels. Yeah, I, I, liked what you, I liked what you said. You're going to have burnt lasagna days. I love yeah. that. You totally are. Everyone's going to. That's such yeah. a real statement right there. Yeah. That just, because I have, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It happens everywhere. Like it right. happens to me all the time just being here. So whether right. you're, like you said, like mm-hmm. in, at your home or you're somewhere else, mm-hmm. you can't just like quit because you're just like, no, oh, I'm going to go home. You yeah, can't right. do that in everyday life. So yeah, I just think that's really cool. You're going to you burn just... lasagna, but you have to make pasta sauce anyways. That's exactly. right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So philosophical. I love it. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So we're going to move into our next segment. So cue the music. <laughs> Okay, so we are going to talk about things that we've been obsessed with recently. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, I want you to go first. Okay. Um, so Shelby and I were actually just... Yeah, I want you to go first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I do just wanted to give a shout out. There was one of the episodes that we made mm-hmm. that at the very end, this after the, e- like the exit music... There's a little uh, Easter egg. I was going to say thing. snack. Oh. A little musical snack. Okay. Does well, anybody know that movie? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> what He's movie? He's like, and he has prepared us a little snack what this movie? evening. How to lose a guy in 10 days. Oh. At the yeah, end I when she gets on the oh. stage. Seriously? And he's like, and Ben has or has prepared a little snack for us tonight. Is that when she's singing You're So Vain? Uh-huh. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, Well, sorry. Shelby gave a little musical snack. And so it's no one has said anything about it. So We just found out that Caitlin actually heard it. Yeah, so I heard it. If you heard it. Please message us because it was so. Funny. We were like, maybe no one heard it. So, um, okay. So on, on that note, <laughs> a little tangent. Um, a little tangent. Um, I Shelby and I were talking about how I've both of us have been obsessed with the app Marco Polo. Mm, yeah. Um, we just yeah. made two of our best friends get it. Um, and it's just this really. If you haven't heard of it, it's this awesome. Like, basically, it's kind of like leaving video voicemails Mm -hmm. and like if you took like texting plus video plus walkie-talkie it's kind of like video walkie-talkies I feel like yeah because you can't re-record it right you can't re-record it you you can't interact with the person like you have to watch what they say and then you can respond you can watch it live so as soon as you start recording it notifies the person that you're recording yeah so just like with walkie-talkies like Mm -hmm. you can listen to them live it's almost like if you could have a walkie-talkie and then like it also would record yeah like if if you weren't on or something yeah Yeah. so anyways it's just like we have some friends that live like in the seattle area or like one of our best friends lives in arizona another one of our best friends lives in idaho Mm -hmm. and like it's just really fun to be able to like, we were talking about how it's brought us closer mm-hmm. than really we've ever been since we lived apart. Yeah. Because we can just talk every day. And it's like, oh, hey, here's a little recap of what I did with my day, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. So we were just talking about that earlier. So 
If you haven't downloaded Marco Polo and you have a long-distance BFF, mm-hmm. you definitely should because it seriously is... Highly recommended. Yeah, I think it's like a game changer in your friend. Like, we were talking about even us who mm-hmm. live, you know, like, ten minutes away from each other. Um, like, it strengthened our friendship even, mm-hmm. too. Like, just to be able to talk every day. So, well, that's like, what I've been obsessed with. Yeah, and it's just so much fun because, like you said, you get a little glimpse into your friend's day. Yeah. And, you know, you, you don't get that with texting. And sometimes it's just hard to... Because the thing, you can mark a polo for as long as you want. Like, yeah. you can say... It can be, like, ten minutes long if you want. And if you were to text that all out, right. it just... It would just take forever, right? And so it's just nice to be able just to kind of check in with your friends and kind of see them face to face. So I really like it yeah. too. So one hundred percent agree with you. You should yeah. def- everybody should definitely download it. Yeah. So Shelby, what have you been obsessed with this last week? I um the thing I've been obsessed with this week is I um stumbled upon this podcast slash Instagram page um called Comments by Celebs. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of it, and I I love celebrity stuff. Just it's just fun. To, <laughs> I always call Shelby E News correspondent. Yeah, Shelby. I, I feel like I know about things very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, be, and so I stumbled upon this uh, Instagram page, and if if you're not familiar with it, basically, it they on their Instagram page they highlight. Um, different comments or things that celebrities say on different people's pages mm-hmm. or they or they comment on, like, funny things. That on you... other celebrities. Yeah, and so it's just really, like, because they find them all and then they screenshot them, and it's just it's just really fun um, just to read them. And they're... I feel like it gives more of a human aspect to celebrities. Yeah, and it's like, just... Like, oh, they comment on other people's things, <laughs> Like, too. they're scrolling through Instagram laying in bed, too. Yeah. So it's just fun, um, and you should definitely at least just go check out the Instagram page because it's just a fun feed. Like, um, for instance, um, Kristen Bell, uh, commented or posted a picture on Instagram and it was a picture of her in an Elsa costume. Uh And she said, hashtag frozen two in parentheses, otherwise known as the second year in a row, my daughter demanded I be Elsa to match her. (laughs) And if you all know, Kristen Bell is the voice of Anna. Right. And so it's hilarious that her daughter, like, she's like, I want to be Anna, you know? And mm-hmm. then Sterling K. Brown, which he's in This Is Us. Bay. Um, he commented <laughs> on it and said, Anna don't get no love. And it's just so funny. Like, yeah. I just love it. Um, it just, yeah, like, like you said, it just shows that um, they are real people too. Or uh, Post Malone posted pictures, a picture of these um, Crocs that he had like custom made from Crocs. Oh my god! I don't get the Crocs. I don't either. <laughs> and Madonna commented on Post Malone's picture and said, "OMG, I love these. How can I get some?" And Crocs messaged her back and said, "Madonna, Queen, hi, DM us." And it's just, it's just fun, like because. Can we just take a second and note that Madonna was commenting on Post Malone? That enough is that's something to game changing. Go follow them. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's so mind boggling. That's what I've been buzzing about, and yeah. Caitlin, what have you been buzzing about? <laughs> well, in a darker turn, <laughs> I, uh, we go from Crocs to how to get away with murder. Um, Natural sequence of events. Yeah, I am just very obsessed with how to get away with murder on Netflix. I yeah, love the show, not the show. actually how to get no, away with murder. No, I don't, I don't actually want to murder <laughs> someone taking notes. or get yeah. away with it. But no, I just, it is like, ugh, I... My entire life have loved crime shows and yeah. whatever. Like I've I've watched every crime show that's ever come out. 
And when I found How to Get Away with Murder, I like binged the whole, I, I found it when I was in Australia and mm-hmm. they only had the first two seasons on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get the other ones. So I binged those in like a week, which is kind of sad, but I did. Um, and then when I came back to America, I was like, okay, I need to watch mm-hmm. all of the seasons now. So they had four on there and I was like, yes, this is going to be great. But when I started watching the third season, I couldn't remember anything that had happened really because it's such oh, an intricate it's such right. an intricate storyline. So I just decided to watch the whole thing over again. And I'm like at the end of season three right now. And it's just every time that I think it can't get like that they've just right. revealed the big thing and it can't like what are they gonna do now? They come out with something just Even better bigger. and more dramatic yeah. and like crazier. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is going on with this show? And it makes me have all of the emotions. Yeah. And it's just so good. Is it Shonda Rhimes? Um, yeah, she okay. produces it or okay. something like that. Um, and yeah, Viola Davis is the lead and she's just like my oh, favorite yeah. actress. Okay, I get that one mixed up with the Netflix documentary show that's, um, oh, Making, making a Murder. Of a murder. Yeah. I always yeah, no. get those mixed up. Very, very yeah, different. Yeah, because okay. I, um, How to Get Away with Murder is one of those, uh, shows that's been on my list for so long. So, so what, but I, I don't actually know exactly what it's about. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, synopsis. yeah. So, well, it, it's one of those that takes like a zillion turns, but essentially the, where the show starts is, um, Viola Davis's character is this like big shot, huge, amazing reputation, um, defense attorney. Okay. And she is a professor at a law school. And so she, hires a few of her students every every year to be her interns. And so it's basically about all of these crazy things that happen between her and these five interns that she hires. And um, there's a murder and then another one and another one and another one. And all these people just die and they have yeah. to... And, I mean, it's how to get away with murder. So you see right in the very beginning, like, something really bad happens and all of them are involved. And then the whole series is kind of a flashback and forth between oh, present day okay. and six months ago. And then they kind of collide about like yeah. throughout the, the, yeah. you know, the time periods collide throughout the um, season and you kind of start to piece together the things that happened and you're like, what that person did that. And it's just, it's, I had no oh, idea that yeah, that was what it was about. So now I twists. really want to watch it. Oh, that sounds really so good. good. Like okay. if, you, if you're, if anybody's into mysteries, mm-hmm. but like you'll love it. And I love this one because you, there's no way to predict yeah. Right, like unless you're so just turns. really smart or something, I don't know. But yeah. like, <laughs> right? There's, yeah, there's so many weird turns and like, yeah, it's just it's a fascinating show. That's all, awesome. Yeah, definitely need to check that one out. On that I, Netflix list. Yeah, right so after good. we're after Chad and I are done with Riverdale, it might be the next show we watch. That's the next one that I'm gonna watch when I <gasps> Riverdale's good. I, I haven't Obsessed. started it at all. You should watch it. Everyone yeah. just yeah tells me it gets it's crazy amazing. and crazier. It gets psycho at yeah. the end of season two. Yeah, it's getting, like, we're almost done with season two. And it it's is getting psycho. Weird, well, Netflix, that... man. Netflix, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, well, Caitlin, thank you yeah, so thank much you for so taking much. the time. Thank you guys for letting me come. Yeah, it was awesome to be able just to sit and chat. And um, so, with further ado... Without further ado. Without further ado. <laughs> why do I always screw the punchline up? Well, <laughs> every time. Let's go with nerves. It's nerves. You're so nervous to record. But this. I'm, but I'm not. I know, but I'm I just, just jumble my words, I guess. It's okay. Anyways, okay. you all know what I mean. Happens, everybody. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in again, you guys. We hope you have a fabulous week. Yeah. And we'll. We'll catch you next week. Catch you next week. See ya. See ya.